0: Get down to crazy Jimmy Big up myself to known as Alfie The one and only the Turkish MC Always love the clothes of Jimmy Fetish punk your wanna wanna be Jimmy starts new celebrity will take you
1: Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll tell you all about it in just a minute. But before we get started, let's just start saying hi. We're starting off with our cool, outrageous man
2: about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, everybody. I finally got grounds to divorce Jimmy, and the grounds are <laughs> snots, snots in the air, okay? I am dying with a flu. Jimmy was not
1: COVID. Make sure they know it's not Not COVID
2: COVID, folks Flu, you know, like the old fashioned, like flu. I get one to get in the old days. I get it twice a year. Actually, I get it spring and fall. It's like a a, a visits me. Jimmy and I are in bed and Jimmy is sneezing. Snots are flying all over (laughs) the room. The bedroom is now filled with germs of snots. I'm breathing it in. And of course I get sick. As I said, when I got married, my vows said to be true, to be wonderful, to support, to stay with. It never said to get germs from Jimmy. Even my poor dog is sneezing. The dog is sick. I hate the flu. Anyway, the show must go on. I'm an old trooper, even if I were dead, I'd be here through some kind of a medium. But anyway, please don't expect too much from me today. Forgive me, uh, not feeling well. My my head is clogged, my eyes are blurry, my voice is gone, my bones ache. In general, I just feel like shit, okay? So now you know what's going on. Anyway, we had a wonderful time at Su Wong's uh, Malibu party. It was for Save the Amazon Jungle which is being taken down by greedy tree people and if the amazon jungle goes we lose our oxygen uh in the world because the amazon jungle does make us have oxygen and we will all be dead from suffocation so it was a good cause now the people who did it were a bit strange one guy telepathically talks to an indian three thousand miles away yeah i said okay that's nice then somebody came in there with a violin and in the violin she had ashes from auschwitz julius caesar's first stone put down and a host of other weird things in this violin when she played the violin i thought to myself she should really take the rocks out it may sound better (laughs) but um you know people believe in this and su wong definitely believes in this and i respect su wong because i love her and whatever she says i go along with doesn't necessarily mean i'm in it or believing in it but like i've said to su wong you know i believe that the asian race came from mars years ago millions and millions of years ago and they came here and they met with animals and they crossbred the information And she said to me, oh, Ron, you're out of your mind. I'm out of my mind to believe that aliens lived here before us, and we are aliens, but she's not nuts thinking about a guitar with Julius Caesar's rocks and ashes (laughs) from Auschwitz. Oh, also the ashes from Hiroshima. So I I just thought, I don't know. Anyway, we all have our beliefs. My belief today is that Prudent should drop dead. They should take him out. I think it's horrific what he's doing, hurting innocent people, killing, destroying for what? For oil, because the guy that has the most oil in the world will rule the world. And that's how communism will take over our country if we're not smart. Of course, we don't want a third world war because if we nuke them and they nuke us and we nuke China and China nukes us and we all start nuking each other, the planet just can't support that. And the planet will go into some sort of a ruin and we will all be destroyed. Planet Earth will be a vacant lot. So what do we do? Everybody hated Trump and said terrible things about Trump. And Trump was the president that said we must build our defenses because Russia is building theirs. He knew what was coming ahead. I don't know why Biden didn't get the same thoughts that Trump did, but Biden didn't. And he took too long all those millions and millions of dollars in afghanistan in, me, in in their military equipment billions billions should have been taken and we could have given it to afghanistan to, no not the afghanistan i mean it's to uh, Ukraine. yeah to defend their country i feel so bad for these people these people are just like you and i you know they work hard to decorate the house to buy a television to hang on the wall and then a bomb comes along and destroys all of it. They work hard to pay their car payments and the bomb comes and destroys it. Now they have no way to live, no car to drive, no clothing to wear. They're running for their lives, grabbing their children. How could any human being do this to people? I don't understand how Putin does this. He's a sick bastard. He needs to be executed. He needs to be removed. I mean, really. What, they got rid of the other creep. Remember him? How they went in and knocked him off? What was his name? The Arab guy, whatever he was. I don't know because I don't do politics. Yeah. Well, you know the one I mean, the big famous one. They knocked him off. They could sneak in and blow this one away. You know, the Russian people are very against him. They don't want war. They're afraid also because they don't want their ass snooped. So we all have to sit tight and wait and hope that Biden wakes up, gets on the program. He should have done this weeks ago what he's doing now the sanctions against russia should have been done long ago this way the russians couldn't have gotten that far into the country jimmy's giving me the speed ahead but this is an important topic and it's uh world news and i just figured that i'd put my two cents in and all i can say is god if you exist if there is a god help these people
1: there you go i like that a lot actually all right, everybody, so we got a great show for you. Who today. asked you? Who, huh? did I ask you for your opinion? Doesn't matter. I, I get to put my two cents in because I Well,
2: you were giving me the speed ahead sign. So you speak. If you want to talk about it, you talk about it. I don't it. want to talk about it because I don't want to do politics. At you the doesn't moment. do politics. Yeah, faggot. <laughs> I mean, you know, I hate people. I don't do politics. Meanwhile, the Nazi Germans, when German when Hitler was taking over Nazi Europe, the ones that said I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> they're dead.
1: So let's go. We've got a chat
2: room full of people. What's up,
1: everybody? Hope everybody's happy. We're going to say hi to B. Claudia from Germany. Boomer Maze, Dave hey, B. Hughes.
2: B, I'm so happy the Germans are supporting the the, Ukraine. The Ukraine. I'm thrilled to pieces. Thank you, Germany. Thank you, Italy. Thank you, France. Thank you, Sweden. Thank you, all of the countries who have turned and said, stop it. I like, love So
1: we've got a boomer maze football players in the chat room. Cindy lady Lake from Florida, Dave Hughes from the UK. Hold on backpack. John, everybody who's in the chat room. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to have a really good show for you guys today. First we have Linda Steele coming on. And then uh, our second guest is Olivia Diabo. Um, They're both fabulous, fabulous guests. You guys are going to have a good time. Uh, Before we bring our first guest on, let's just do a quick shout out to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Um, Uh, You can hear the show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. Um, uh, And you can also listen to us weekly, every week on our home station of W4CY. We're on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And we want to thank our fabulous engineer, Roxy, who we love to death, and she's doing a great job. So thank you so much, Roxy. And we...
2: forgive me if, while you're looking at us, a great big yellow snot comes bouncing out of my right nostril. <laughs> you can thank Jimmy for this. We also
1: want to uh, say hello to James Boba, who's in the chat room. I think he's uh, in the chat room talking a lot about uh, Linda Steele. So, so he must be a fan, which is like freaking awesome. And who's they... not a
2: fan of Linda Steele's? I mean, God, take one look at her. You order, to... I mean. You know, women may sit, look at her and say, she's not so pretty, she's fat, she's ugly, she's old. You know how women love to compliment another woman. But I know all the guys say, wow. She's amazing. She is absolutely drop-dead, magnificently, terrifically gorgeous. And
1: Dave Hughes says she's in love again with Olivia oh, Diabo. Dave Hughes is our resident
2: per. You know, Dave, I want to talk to your wife. Your poor wife, she has to live with a sex maniac, adulterer. Are you an adult or do you fool around, Dave? Tell the truth. <laughs> He's going to tell the no, truth. Dave, the Dave, if you had a chance of making it with Sadie Katz, would you? Be a man. Answer me. Also, you
1: guys, the Beast Inside trailer is uh, exclusively on Fangoria.com. Check it out. Yeah, We're not allowed to play it anywhere for two weeks, and in two weeks, then we'll play it on the show for everybody to see it. And uh, You'll um, see
2: my Academy Award performance that I gave this movie. I certainly will make this movie launch into the memory of hollywood great films into the stratosphere so so you see, you see me for like two minutes not even you gotta go well, oh that was ron that's Russell. not true it is true i mean you, you look film. so gorgeous no it. i did it. listen i don't do cameos but I'm, i love sadie Katz to death and she's my darling dearest friend and she said ron i know you don't do two lines in movies but would you come in just to give the movie a portion i said absolutely honey for you i'd do anything I love Sadie. I love working with Sadie. And I'm going to be working with Sadie in a couple of movies that we have in the next year.
1: Absolutely. So now we're going to bring on our first guest, everybody. And let's make sure that we can hear once it gets going. He says he's a serial monogamist. What
2: does he say? (laughs) He's a serial monogamist. You're full of shit. (laughs) I bet you every hooker in Australia. Where are you from, Australia? No, he's from the UK. Every, Every hooker in the UK knows you. They give you food stamps. So Linda say something real quick. Let's make sure we can hear you again.
3: Hi there. It's Linda Steele from Chicago.
2: Hey, all right. Linda, Linda, Linda. Linda I love you, but why are you so dark? Can we lighten you oh, up, honey? Just here. Is that us? Know, no, bring us. it bring it up. Bring it up. That's us. Yeah. That's She's us. so beautiful. I want to see every little feature Let me on her see. face. Let me see if I can fix you that. need a little more light, honey. You know lighting is everything. There you go. That's better. Oh, okay. That's so, better. What well, beautiful! You, sure? you have I such beautiful, love- beautiful eyes. You mu- you must be Italian. You have Italian eyes. I am Italian. I knew that. See, we Kenyans know each other. Yeah, you My have. Daughter- you definitely have Italian eyes. I mean, you're a beautiful Italian girl. I love you so much. Can you Thank cook? You so-
3: it was You're so mate. great to meet you guys at the uh, at the event in LA. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yep. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to do my introduction first. All right, oh. everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, model, TV host, and top national fitness trainer, Linda Steele. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for
3: having me. I have been looking so forward to this.
2: And oh, let me tell you something before we go any further. This woman, the girl, has a body of death. There's not an ounce of fat on her. She's gorgeous in person. I'm I'm not happy with what she looks like right now, folks, because now she looks beautiful, but in person she's gorgeous. we're not getting <laughs> lighting is everything. If you're not lit properly, you know you don't you What's can't she, see the features. Well also though her boobs, her boobs aren't like sticking
1: out no, like normal. No, but I I I,
2: I <laughs> look the minute I spotted her, I said, Oh my god, this girl is for me. I only like beautiful women unfortunately I'm a, I'm
1: a chauvinist male there you go what can you do about that so linda we have uh, so you know my cool outrageous of man about we town know. ron we, russell we we're
2: making out Are you kidding so <laughs> we have a chat room
1: that's starting to fill up please say hi to everybody in the chat room
3: hi everybody thank you so much for being here i'm so honored i'm it's it's just so great to be here you guys get to ask questions and get to get involved with the conversation so that's always fun
1: so also you have a fan, James Bova. Please say hi to James since he's in there and he's definitely in there for you because he's like loving you.
3: Oh my gosh. Hi, James. Yeah, he is one of the loyal ones for sure. I I have a bunch of of core loyal fans. A lot of the fans, you know, they're nice. They're great. They they comment and they like all my stuff, but some of them are like really engaging and we
2: have the same I thing. I need to have a question answered. I've gained a lot of weight because of COVID. You know, we sit home and eat and watch TV and get like big fat slobs. What's the best diet? How can I lose? I have to, I'm in a movie soon and I don't want to look like a rhino and I have to lose weight within like five or six weeks. What is the healthiest and the best way to lose weight to look thin like you?
3: Well, if I remember correctly, you don't drink alcohol, correct?
2: No, I don't drink alcohol.
3: So that helps. So the two fastest ways to gain weight, I'll tell you this, are under eating and drinking alcohol and and you don't drink alcohol so you might be under eating so we probably have to tweak your diet a little bit i'd be happy to help you with that
2: what do you mean under eating mean not eating enough yeah because i'm afraid so when the body starves it gain it holds the Mm -hmm. fat because it needs it it's afraid that it's not going to have enough fat that i know no i eat properly i eat big salads with chicken and stuff like that so i do eat it's just that i'm 81 and my daughter very kindly said "Daddy." It's called middle age spread. Is middle that age. true? I love is it. Is that true? Is there such a thing as middle no, age? No, I
3: mean spread? I'm 51, and I wow, you how much I, are you? 51. You,
2: you're 51. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! <laughs> you don't look it. I thought you were like 30, <laughs> 29, <laughs> or 30. Out. No, and no, I don't. That is, sweetheart. I don't lie. I told the truth. And for a person, you look like 30 years old. You're. Thank you. Thank, so thank people you. people are not <laughs> looking <laughs> old anymore. <laughs> we don't look old anymore.
3: And I, um, and I and I have a balanced diet. I would be happy to help you with your diet. It's more than just a, a quick answer, or otherwise I'd answer it right here on air. But I'll go ahead, and, and we will get your diet dialed in. Well,
2: I believe in portion control.
3: Well, and that's true. Uh, but, again, you have to be really careful that you're not under-eating because of that. So let's let's get let's figure that out. I can it's a very simple calculation for me to figure out and I can give you a a diet, you know, what you should be eating all day long in order to make sure that you get
2: can you can you make this public so all of the fans watching you can do it? Because everybody's fat now. I'm talking to somebody gets paid to do that. No, (laughs) listen, I spoke with no Thank you, Jimmy. My friend, my friend Teresa Rogers, Tristan Rogers, the actor's wife, who's a darling woman, she said she put on a couple of pounds. I mean, everybody's here in Palm Springs is complaining about having to have gained weight because of COVID. And of course, we didn't go out and exercise like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Two, okay, so hold on. Two things. First thing. Wait, same, wait, wait. I want to hear, how do people pay you to do what you do? That's
1: what I was going to go into. Uh, okay. you know, I, want to
3: hear. I have, I, I, they either buy meal plans from me where I in, in, interact with them and find out certain things about foods they like, foods they don't like, because I'm certainly not going to put a plan together with foods that they don't like and say, eat this, it's going to make you lose weight. If you don't like it, you're going to fail. You're going to eventually go off the deep end and say, screw this, I'm not doing it anymore. So I, I first find out the foods that you like to eat. And I build, and, and that doesn't mean barren pizza, by the way. It just means, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not a magician. I can only do what I can do. But I first try to find the foods that you like to eat, and I build your day around it. And I and I typically will, will I'll, I'll give you this tip. Uh, I usually do a 40-40-20 split with my clients. 40% protein, 40% carbohydrate, 20% fat.
2: That's the Look, so slow. People. go slow. Give me that again, I'm old. 40 40 40, 40 40 20. 40, 20. No, no, i didn't ask you snot nose that he made me sick he gave me this flu. <laughs> he's so of bitch. bitter at you right now oh I no, he's him. always that way he, i'm telling you he lay <clears lying throat> next to me and sneezed and didn't cover it the snuts were flying it hit the fan so she said 40,
1: 40 40 20. I 40 you 40 40 so. you give me 40 a carbohydrate, 40 carbohydrates 40
2: carbohydrate
3: 20 fat that is what i have my client most of my clients now there are
2: variations That's a high, a like a car- if i get someone 40, who's a marathon 40. runner i have to adjust accordingly 40 percent carb is high for me. I don't even go that high with carbs. Well,
1: are you lo- you're I, kidding? You love carbs. I know. But I'm, but picky,
3: I I'm picky on your carbs. I can't literally eat donuts. That's not car.
1: You know, I. He can't- likes pasta. He's Italian. He likes pasta. He's Italian. <laughs> <She's laughs>
2: Italian too.
3: Yeah. So, but you know what? I may be able to fit some pasta into your diet and still make it work. But your your carbohydrates are going to come from nutritionally dense items. Let me
2: just make a statement about pasta. If you travel to Italy, you will not find fat women or fat men, except people for the think, Americans visiting. Yeah, no, <laughs> people think that the Italians are all fat because they eat pasta. Not true. The Italians are very skinny people. Why? Because they don't eat bread with pasta, and they don't have donuts or cupcakes or apple pie after they eat. Right. And and they eat balanced. They have a salad, some chicken, and a little pasta. So do well, you think also, a good diet?
3: They also eat a lot of fish. And that usually helps, you know, that helps your liver process out the fat. I don't
2: eat fish at all. Tuna fish, that's it. Okay, a, well That
3: like that will help a lot.
2: So so wait a second. Let me you are so beautiful. let me Look jump in. Hang
1: on. Let me jump in and do some bragging. First of all, there's somebody named Nicholas in the chat room and he says happy birthday to two your daughters or something.
3: Yes, it's my daughter. I have twins and I have another little girl. Well, little, she's 24, but my twins. Yeah, my yeah.
1: God.
2: <laughs> oh, I have a little happy birthday <laughs> to your I twins. I have a His little
3: birthday th- is today.
2: And I, yes, I have so a little daughter. Today. I have a little daughter also. She's 53. See what I'm saying? <laughs> older than her. So say
1: hi. Also, Sean Kirk has joined us. So say hi to Sean Kirk. He's a yes. photographer. Yes, and, he uh, is. Um, and so I'm going to brag you guys a little bit for Linda. First of all, you guys, you, she has a phenomenal website. It's lindasteelhotbod.com. And steel has an E at the end. So it's hotbod.com. She's a professional model. This is—I'm giving you her credentials, so you know when she's telling you this shit, she knows what the hell she's talking about. She's a professional model, certified elite trainer, certified nutrition expert. She's certified in exercise therapy, certified in senior fitness, strength and fitness, and she owns a gym for all
2: the people who look super hot in yes. Chicago. In Chicago, because if her gym were here, I would go. But now, <laughs> Linda. Now, I'm a fat person. Make believe a really fat person. And I want to uh, join or do or get from you whatever. What is it going to cost me in money in dollars?
3: You know, I my my rates range um, when I do uh, when I have my virtual clients. It's it's a, about one hundred and fifty dollars an hour, and I can train you virtually. And with the training, I we would be training. You'd be at a gym or you'd be in your home gym or something. We would be working with some type of resistance, and uh, but what would what would be included in that would be your nutrition. Um, you know advice so, so you would
2: you would give a diet as well mm-hmm. a, ri- a written diet to mm-hmm. follow
3: yeah because you know while that, you're doing that's very science,
2: reasonable that's very reasonable it
3: actually is when you're doing sets of exercises i'm you know typing things up i'm asking you questions so i don't have to just be sitting there watching you you know work out i can be doing plenty more and doing
1: so that's
2: I how mean, able to do you're, it. A per- you're a personal trainer and a nutritionist for 150 bucks that's cheap that's cheap yeah you got to raise your price. They also want
1: to know if you offer wellness and heart health info. Uh,
3: yes. And I have, I have clients that I just chit-chat on the phone with um, for an hour at a time. I'm their well-being advisor. We talk about all kinds of things from business to f- family life to, uh, you know, how they're keeping themselves sane while they're running businesses, while they're run- running a family, while they're dealing with, you know, thing, you know personal situations. So I, I do that as well.
2: Linda. Yes. In honesty, and be forceful about this, what do you think about vapor smoking?
3: I don't like any type of anything that you inhale, you know, and, and I don't even have to do enough research. You can't give me any research that's going to convince me the opposite. There's nothing good that comes of that. There really isn't.
2: I agree with you 100%. Yeah, and, yeah. and even,
3: even when it comes to like smoking weed, I know that there are benefits to it, but there are CBD oils you can use with the the thc or whatever there are you know gummies that you can ingest those i still think are better than inhaling anything into your lungs
2: we don't do anything well, is it true that you get what is it cottage cheese lungs is that what they call it? popcorn lungs or popcorn cottage is, cheese? i
3: i don't know enough about that i i don't know i i don't i can't answer that
2: okay next question what do you think about marijuana for rheumatism and aches and pains in the body
3: I've heard that it works and I've never had to use it myself but I have heard that it works and I'm not against it except for the inhaling part of it so if you can if you can ingest it some other way
2: no 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 a very good friend of mine sent me a um, pot butter and <laughs> she said you put a tiny little on the tip of your fingernail before you go to sleep and in a week's time you will have less rheumatic rheumatoid, uh, body pains. Body, yeah. body pains.
3: Yeah. I have heard that as well. And you know, my opinion about that is, you know, some people think, Oh, it's just a placebo. But my opinion is if it works, then it works. Who cares if it's a placebo or if there's actual biological effects that you can prove in the human well, body. Third so,
2: question. Okay. Third, right. I'm getting, this is very important. Do you, do you think excess sugar is damaging to the body? Yes. As a quick yes. So you're firm on that one. hundred percent. 100%. Do you eat any sugar?
3: I do. I do. Um, I eat all the stuff that I'm supposed to eat during the day, and then I sneak in a couple, like, little chocolates here and there. I, I never overdo it, but I do. Like, sometimes I just need something. And But if you're trying to lose weight, don't try to have those somethings. Get to your goal first. While you're maintaining, it's okay to have something here and there. I Is love drinking
2: that. water important to losing weight?
3: 100%, yes. Your uh, your liver it will will not function properly unless it's hydrated properly. So you have to make sure that you drink and, and then and that's when everything starts to you know process through your body.
2: And what's your advice and how much water to intake?
3: Depending Is on that, your size and your activity level, anywhere from eighty to one hundred and twenty ounces a day.
2: A lot of water. It's mm-hmm. like drinking drinking the Atlantic I Ocean. It's like a two liter bottle or something. Yeah,
3: I mean, I'm <laughs> I pee every like thirty minutes to an hour.
2: Oh, I pee all he the time. He does too, and he doesn't even drink that much. No, I do drink a lot of fluids, but I, I pee because I'm old. I mean, I I just walk around peeing all the time. Yeah. So- I, wanna, I leave a trail of pee. That's how people find me.
1: So I want to go back and clarify. First of all, you guys, so we went to Brian Sebastian's event at Madame Tussauds like two weeks ago during Super Bowl week on the roof. And Linda was there. But that, but we knew Linda ahead of time because Linda is a co-host on Brian Sebastian's movie reviews Absolutely. and more. And that's how we originally met her. And we've known her for a long time, but we had never physically met and let her. let me tell you
2: something. This gal does not lie. Because if she did, I wouldn't be so nice. I would say, you're full of shit. But she does not lie. Whatever she tells you is based upon fact and is what she does i was very impressed first of all i was impressed with her looks of course and then when i got to talk to her and found out what she thought about certain things i became very impressed with her knowledge i would suggest to anyone out there that's not healthy or if you're fat to contact linda and see what she could do for you I Absolutely. mean and Ron Russell does not lie a blow woke up anybody's ass and you know that.
1: No, I want to go back though, because when we when I was on the first time I was a guest on on uh, movie reviews and more, like like I, I knew that Brian like had a lot of like beautiful women on the thing, but I really had no idea that you were like a guru, like you're like the fitness guru. And I didn't know that until I started reaching searching you to come on the show today. Um but I had an idea after we talked and you were talking about my knee and you spent a lot of time like talking to me. And I was like, oh, my God, she like really knows her shit. Like, like, this I, I is super the cool. Same way.
2: I felt, you know, I've been around the block a few thousand times. I know shit from Shinola and ponies. And I said to myself, this gal goes right for the kill. She knows what she's talking about. And uh, I'm going to really seriously listen to you. So listen to About you guys. Dieting.
1: If you go to lindasteelehotbot.com, so on her website she's got like stuff for fitness. She's got stuff just for the pervs who want to see like pictures of her like in almost no clothes. Oh, that's terrible, um, Jimmy. She's, she's above got that. no. She's way beyond. That. I know, but she sells autographed pictures. her I I sell but them? She's beyond, nobody does. <laughs> she that. sells nutritional things. She says she's, se- she's got like a blog, you guys. It's it's one of the best put together websites for nutrition and health. Um, that I've ever seen. It's really, really amazing. And everybody should go in and, and, and find out more about what she does because she's so phenomenal at it. And she's fucking nice, you know, and not
2: everybody is nice. Linda, do me yes. a favor. Please tell Jimmy when he sneezes to cover the snots that fly all over the house.
3: <laughs> you don't necessarily have to put a mask on because I don't believe in those, but I, I don't
2: believe in the mask either. I never did. <laughs> at
3: least sneeze into your elbow.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, no, my he health. was laying on his back in bed, and I he sneezed, sneezed to the other direction. Sneezed, no, you did not. You sneezed it directly up, and I saw it floating <laughs> down. It was coming down like glitter, all over me. Like and I it like, love it. Linda, married, single, want to get married. I, I have am, children. I, I am single. Three children.
3: I, I have three daughters. I can't imagine a relationship that is going to make me happy. But I am. I am. Oh, that's wrong. I'm going to correct
2: you on that
3: right
2: no you're a person like you needs a person who's not jealous of you number one Mm -hmm. a person who's not in competition with you and a person who could sort of hold you up on a pedestal a bit because you deserve it and that's the man for you He, he don't think he's a wimpy weak man when men adore a woman and they put the woman on that pedestal, he's not a weak man.
3: I have had that, and it's wonderful, and you can't imagine what I give in return when I get that.
2: Oh, oh sure i know you you're, a, you're Italian. I'm Italian. Yeah, and yeah. I,
3: you, you the, struggle, the struggle that's going on right now with me, and I don't think I, I'm alone in this. I think I speak for a lot of people out there, both men and women. There's such a lack of respect that goes on right now. I'm having, I'm having a very difficult time finding a man who is respectful 100% of the time. And- you know, you set boundaries, and they go, "Okay, sure, I won't do that anymore." And then, boom, they do it again. And I don't understand the lack of respect and the lack of following boundaries that people. Well, set. I'll, t-
2: I'll tell you that since you don't understand it, they had parents that did not teach them right from wrong. Okay, I have <laughs> parents that are Italian, of course, and they brought me up with the Italian traditions and respect. Mm-hmm therefore i'm that way and so are my daughters now my daughter leslie is quite beautiful she was first runner up in miss america she was miss new york miss all that shit and she can't get a guy if she stands on her head yep because men are afraid of her when they talk to her they say oh you're nice i thought you'd be a bitch why i have no idea she's the prettiest little blonde with green eyes Mm -hmm. and she can wait i'm not finished so i Asking you, do you have that same problem? Are men afraid of you because you're beautiful and smart?
3: I have heard that. I have heard people say that I'm intimidating, and I don't understand why, because I'm actually very nice. Uh, Yes, you are and I give people the benefit of the doubt. And I, and I have to say, that's probably my weakness. I give people too many opportunities to treat me poorly. And um, I don't know why. I'm very clear with my boundaries. I'm very clear with my expectations. So I don't understand where the, where the confusion is coming in. Um, But I think some men, I think what happens is they get, they do get a little intimidated, they do get a little scared, but it comes out in a way where they become like arrogant and disrespectful, I, I think. I don't know if that's what it's translating to. I can't quite pinpoint it. You also, though- wait,
2: wait, there's an old saying, cover up an inferiority complex with a superiority complex. Yes. And that's what happens to men. Yes, exactly when that's happening. If a man is having sex with a woman, he can't keep an erection. <laughs> He doesn't say the problem is his. He said the problem is the woman's problem. Well, honey, you don't get me hot enough to get an erection. Men will never give in. Men will always blame it on somebody else because they're stupid. Um, you have to go. I told my daughter, she's an old maid, you know, 54 years old, she's never been married and she's breathtakingly beautiful, smart, nice, and not bitchy or stuck up. I said, Leslie, go to Italy. There are so many charming men who were raised with our culture. Who might want to come to america don't marry them to bring them here but maybe if you fall in love and she said she would never trust a guy because she would only think he was marrying her to come to this country what do you think about that
3: i would be reluctant as well i'm i'm i have i have
1: some trust issues going on i don't i don't trust many people
2: well hello welcome aboard this show.
1: Well, another thing about you that you got to take into consideration for like a lot of men, because you said you intimidate men and stuff. But, you know, like right now, you're kind of like all dressed up. But when you're in like your workout wear, I mean, you're like fucking she Like you could fucking kill people. <laughs> shit. I mean, you literally should be like in a Marvel movie or something as one of the superheroes. I mean, look at that shit. I
2: mean, you're like, yeah, but you know what? I'm gay, but I'm not dead. I still appreciate beautiful women. Yeah. When I first saw her, I think I thought gorgeous then after knowing how the gorgeous went away I never saw her beauty anymore I saw a very interesting lady woman girl who is charming sweet and honest and that overrode her beauty because beauty is short-lived when you're my age you'd be an ugly old lady
1: you know well you might and he didn't mean
2: you he just means people no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean her I mean her I mean look yeah. what, look what Sophia Loren looks like now my God what a mess And she was the most beautiful woman in the world. Age takes away your looks. So you best have something to hold that man or that woman coming from within you. You're so right. And and, and Linda, you have that. Uh, I I hope people out there don't think I'm I'm kissing your ass or bullshitting about you because I'm not. If I didn't feel that way, I wouldn't talk about it. I just feel that a guy has to have courage and guts to pursue you and to find out the woman within. Now, you could be a bitch in real life. I really don't know in private. You could be a horrible person. No, I'm not.
3: But but I am. I I have started to develop a zero-tolerance rule. And uh, I had a a date this weekend, actually, that... I had made a decision within an hour, it was over. And I had dated this guy, you know, here and there over the last few months. And he did a couple of disrespectful things. And I, I had, I knew like that, that goodbye that night was going to be it. And, um, I'm just, I'm just not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to give people second chances, third chances. And I'm just not. You're No, gonna-
2: no, no. A dog is a dog uh, is a no. dog. A dog will never be a cat. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're smart. I've dated a lot of men being a gay man. Of course, I don't sleep around. I date important men. I don't date trashy people. Anyone I've dated was uh, very, very uh, distinguished, very well, you know, important, okay? And I found so many of them to be so full of crap. You know, they, they yeah. love me, they love me. And the minute I turn my face, they're checking somebody else out. That goes. If they I do that, that, gone, right? You know,
3: what, you know what that does? That, that to me... It wears on your um, security. Now, I'm a very secure woman. There, there's, uh, the, it's going to be very difficult for a man to single-handedly take me down as far as my, my insecurities. Um, I know what I look like. I know what I have to offer. I know how I compare to others. I know I know all the above. So it's going to be very difficult for a man to take me down uh, and make me insecure. But that's what seems to be happening. When a man does that, when a man looks at other women or other men in your case, that they're trying to beat you down they're trying to make you go why is he looking at other men
2: what what's no, no it never never worked that way with me i simply walked out
3: that's exactly what you, you
2: have <laughs> No, I do. i'm sure i'm not lying yeah i have i have walked away mm-hmm. and they're yelling run run where you're going and i ignore them i just walk and that's it you're done gemini yeah. you know you a gemini i'm a leo oh okay leo's like gemini they're tough people yeah uh, I, I won't tolerate any kind of bullshit. When I used to date, now when I met Jimmy, I thought he was weird. You know, rock and roll, crazy guy, all dressed up <laughs> with crazy feathers and earrings and ripped jeans. He wasn't for me. You know, I was never going to date a guy like that. And then as I said many stories ago that we had a big, big event. He came dressed in a suit. He cut his hair, took out all the jewelry, and I fell in love he because he looked, he looked like what I like. He's maintained that. Jimmy is very Ralph Lauren, and he looks stunning when we go out and. I i am afraid to ask him, do you miss the old Jimmy in the rock and roll clothes? I'm going to ask him now, do you miss being Jimmy? The old? Actually, rock not and roll because day? I
1: think the old I think Jimmy in the rock and roll days, I had a different career. I was a clothing designer. I only dressed rock and roll people. I lived in the nightclubs, you know, dressing rock and roll people. Um, And now my career has changed and I've grown up. I'm a lot older. You know what you do when you're I'm almost 60. So what you do when you're 60 and what you do when you're 30 is very different.
2: Um, How do you feel about that Lynn?
3: Well, I can I agree with that 100 percent. I've always liked to dress conservatively. But um, I also, you know, being um, being smaller, I, I love wearing fitted clothes. So it's hard to find conservative slash hot you know looking club like without looking slutty so there's there's it, it's difficult but I today I prefer being a little bit more covered up than I did even 10 years ago
2: absolutely so I, I have. A I question. agree with that some of these girls you know we go to so many events and these young girls come up to me because I'm an old man they say you know Ronald Mr. Russell do you think I look good and i said honey that's a clip cover you have for a skirt it doesn't look good all right and as far as your your fake boobs hanging out cheesy if you think going to bed with somebody's gonna get you a part in a movie get online with the rest of the down trotting women
3: yep
2: it's not gonna happen
3: yeah
2: a woman that's elegant uh a man respects you know like they say i I I always make comments about women's big boobs. And they say, why are you looking at my breasts? And I say, because they're hanging out. Mm -hmm. And and they're in my face. How could Mm -hmm. you not comment on them? So Mm -hmm. women today want to be sexy, but they don't want men to acknowledge that. And I think that's stupid. Because a man loves to flatter a woman. And a woman loves to be flattered. Agreed. So... Where am I going with this? I just got. I'm lost. not sure, but I want to switch the conversation well, over a little bit. I just took a lot of. I drank a lot of that, J. Quill. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's kicking in, and now, I don't. I, I think, don't do drugs or anything, so I don't know. I hate being I, a little loaded.
1: I think I because I'm super impressed with everything that you do, and I saw a, 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 one of your posts on Instagram, which you guys can follow her on Instagram. On Instagram, she's Linda Steele Fit Bod, but on her website is Linda Steele Hot Bod, and either way, she's she's fit and she's hot. And, um, so, uh, so are you like getting into like movies and stuff? Cause I saw you were like going to be on a set for something called Anomaly. Is that like, are you producing it? Are you in it or what are you doing? Are you expanding your horizons?
3: I am expanding my horizons. I was approached about a year ago from a director, Terry Wickham, and he wanted me to be, play the role of a police officer. Uh, and I have never acted and I, you know, hate scary movies. So, naturally, I said yes. (laughs) So, naturally, Uh,
1: I said yes. Same with him.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I thought, he sent me the script, and I thought, okay, when I'm reading this, it doesn't seem that scary, because I'm just re and I'm just really trying to, you know, focus on my lines. So, let's see what happens when the movie is actually out, when we actually get deep into it. So far, last weekend, I went to New Jersey to film the trailers for the movie, and uh, it was great. I had never been on set. It was a fabulous experience. Uh, I didn't realize why you take so many takes. Now, I know. Uh, I didn't didn't realize what all goes into it. The crew, the sound, the lighting people, the camera. I can't believe the work that goes into these films. We filmed for 12, 13 hours on Saturday and another, I don't even know how many hours on Sunday. And I believe we're gonna come up with about a five to seven minute, uh, seven minute um, trailer for him to go out and start trying to raise money for this movie so that we can film film
2: know, it, it, it's, it's an either you love it or you hate it. Uh, so I know, I it. I know people that have done a first film and they said, oh, I'd never do this again. And well, I know people who did it for the first film and said, I only live for it. How, how do you feel about that?
3: Well, I don't only live for it because I have so many other things that I love. But it's definitely, I, I have no regrets. Of course, we've only done the trailers. It's only been one weekend. Ask me again after we're a month into filming how I feel. I know it's a lot of work, but it's, it's really fun, and it's something that I've not done. And I, I just reached a point in my life where I don't want to say no to anything that I might regret one day. I don't want to be on my deathbed and go, you know, I wish I would have agreed to doing that movie. That Who knows what could have happened? I just, I'm just not going to say no to opportunities. No, so what, you're what, off, right, officer Ranger.
1: Right, hey, what, officer, right, on,
2: Rachel what, Langer. Yep. yep. <laughs> chat room knows I all wait, about it. Wait, one minute. I'm, I, I, I'm senile. Slowly, the name of the movie. Anomaly. Anomaly. Uh-huh. Okay. And you uh-huh. play a, a cop. I play cops all the time. How do did, you, how, how did you play your character?
3: Well, my character is being questioned by the captain. The captain is questioning my investigation skills. So I'm having to find a, uh, a balance between putting my foot down and defending my skills, but being respectful at the same time. And in real life, I have a very difficult time doing that. So this is challenging to me, because if I can't do it in a real life, how in the hell am I going to do it in front of a camera? So- it's, called,
2: it's called acting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is, maybe I can take this and bring it into my real life. So no, I a, I know,
2: there, are, there are lots of lines that I have that I don't believe in. I try to talk to the script people or the director and say, listen, this line is not happening. Yeah. Uh, especially when they want me to play a mafia from Brooklyn. You know, I'm from Brooklyn and I knew the mafia. You know, I grew up in this, but there were my buddies. So I'm an expert on how they behave. Uh-huh. And you cannot have a mafia tough guy say, oh, Don Heck, gee whiz. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work in a script. You're so so right. now they listen to me and they say, well, what would you say? And I say, I'd say this, this, and that. And they say, well, that's kind of tough. I said, well, that's what I'm supposed to be so right. be careful be careful of your script that's my advice to you don't be afraid they're gonna throw you off the movie they won't um I have already,
3: but, I have already but if started. you're not
2: happy with that line and you feel it's not making your character happen change it because that line can destroy your whole performance
3: you're so right. Uh, the, the director, Terry, has been fabulous. B- uh, Bill Ostrander is my co-star. He's, he's the ca- my captain in the movie. And he has come up with some great ideas and suggestions. And um, and they've opened the door for me to do the same thing. Like, how do you feel about saying that line? Does it feel natural? And I've actually said it would feel a little bit more natural for me to say it like this. And they like, okay, then go ahead. By all means, we want it to look natural. We want well, it to sound right.
2: The example, I'm in a movie coming up i play a gay vampire it's a comedy and uh the script had where i am a little gay not obviously but a little gay i read the script and i told the writer i can't do the movie she said why i said because i don't want people to think that i'm not acting that that's who i really am i will play it very gay In playing it very gay, I will look like I'm performing because it's not who I am. And they agreed. Also, the comedy lines didn't work playing it straight. Playing it flamboyantly, they worked. So my second thing of advice to you is help the film. Don't hold back. If you have any information that you think can make this movie better, put it in. Because so many films out there really stink. And the actors don't care. They just do their lines and go home. get paid and get paid it's not it's not a family thing you know a movie everybody on that movie has to be family or it doesn't work
3: you're right you're right
2: I have to tell you, though, your fans in the chat room, they know
1: fucking everything about you. <laughs> Jimmy, if, you, if, you curse, real.
2: if you curse one more They, like, know everything. If you curse. There's nothing wrong with cursing. We curse every week. I, she's a lady. I don't want you to curse. Oh. In front of <laughs> I, I hate to
3: uh, to disappoint you, but I'm an Italian from Chicago. So. I've
2: heard her. I've heard her curse. Okay, so
1: I went on your website, which, again, everybody, is lindasteelhotbod.com, and... And she has like this little question and answer thing that she talks about all different things about her. She's a neat freak, and her celebrity crush is Bradley Cooper. We have to talk about that because I don't get that my one. My daughter at all. Deirdre's crazy about it. No, him. not him. No, she likes he likes she likes Ryan Gosling. They Bradley all look Cooper. alike. What difference? <laughs> they all look alike. You
3: know, uh, if you notice, my favorite movie is The Hangover. Yes. The way he looks in The Hangover, I just can't even with him. He he just is so dreamy to me now. I answered those questions years ago. I probably should update that a little bit, but I don't think that that would change. I still think it would be Bradley Cooper.
1: Well, I think The Hangover, first of all, the, all three of the movies were h- hilarious. I, yes. I like them very, very much. Yes. And, and I'm not really a fan of any of the people really in the movie that much, but but I like the movie a lot. Uh-huh. Um, for me, though, Bradley Cooper just d- d- wouldn't do well, it. Well, my, but... my
2: daughter Deirdre is an actress, a member, and she's coming up in a film next fall <laughs> where she gets to kiss Sean Kanan. Oh. And we know Sean, he's a family friend And she's so excited, she said I hope Michelle won't mind I said, well, if you put your tongue in his mouth She'll beat the shit out of you <laughs> So just make it a theater kiss Do you know who Sean Kanan is? You might not even know who he is but He's, bo- the, bold and the, he's the Bold
1: and the Beautiful and, um, He's in a whole bunch of shit he's- One of
2: the most beautiful men you've ever seen in the world One of those really gorgeous, God made it perfect guys Wow. he's also
1: it was in karate kid three he was yeah. the star of karate kid three and i'm pretty sure he's going to be on cobra kai the next season
2: oh, okay well
3: i'll, I'll have to look at you he's
2: really he's K- really K- in, K- he's an intense looking guy wow. i mean he's he's like tough i can't explain it but he's, he's he's my buddy and i love him a lot and i love his wife michelle she's a she's italian also mm-hmm. he's jewish she's italian
1: so okay so then if you're gonna be an actress like who 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 would be you're like oh my god i would love to like like, uh, work with which guy and which girl who, who are two people that you'd be like, Oh my God, I would love it if I could be in a movie with them.
3: You know, Jennifer Aniston always comes to mind.
1: I've
3: been a fan of hers since I could remember. I just think she's sweet, funny, genuine. Uh, I just think she has everything. I use, I use her for examples for everything. I, I just, I just love her. And as far as a male goes, I mean, I, I have to go back to Bradley Cooper, but you know, um, and I'm bad with names too. Hemsworth. Uh, what's
1: his name? Uh, oh, Liam. Liam Helmsworth? Yes. Hemsworth? Uh, oh, there's two of them. There's two Hemsworths. So which one, Thor or the other one? Thor. Okay. Yeah, that's Liam. Oh, Hemsworth. Yeah, he's hot. Hi, yeah. Hi. Right? <laughs> the one
2: that played Thor. Yeah. That's the one you're crazy about. Oh, I, I like him. You sissy yeah. Mary. No, I'm not.
1: You know what? Did you ever see Vacation when they did the remake of Vacation, uh, the movie? So he has a little cameo in there because they go stay with. His sister's their brother-in-law, and he comes in and in the middle of the night and wakes them up, and they he has a. Oh, I'm assuming it's a fake penis because of the thing is like a huge, you yeah. know, in in the scene, and it's it, it it's very hilarious. You actually, and, everybody and should see Fane, that movie. Jimmy, you. No, he's not really old please enough say. for me. I like him old. Oh, please, okay.
3: Full of crap. I like older men as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like him.
2: I like him older, so it makes and I don't like old men. I would never go to bed with an 81 year old. I'd vomit.
3: <laughs> but what if he looked like you, Ron? I mean, not every- no, I'd still you know,
2: vomit. I'd still vomit. Hmm. No, I, I, don't, so, I, I, I don't find old men attractive at all or old women either.
3: Hmm.
2: I, I like 35 to 40. I'm old.
3: Not, me.
1: <laughs> Not in women. He likes all women. So so, how did you get involved? You're a little kid and you're growing up. Did you grow up in Chicago? Yeah. So you're a little kid in Chicago. The weather's terrible in the winter. Yep. How did you just wake up and say, I'm going to be like this top national fitness trainer person?
3: That is the best question ever. I was going through a divorce and I took a look at my body. One day as I was getting out of the shower in the mirror and I went, oh my God, someone else is going to see me naked. I have work to do. And then I
2: say the that's same true. thing.
3: Yep. That's the <laughs> and I hired a trainer and the trainer happened to be a master trainer for the, for the CIA. And his program was phenomenal. I trained with him for a year. That's the same program that I teach today.
1: Oh, I love. So you didn't start at a very young age because you were already married.
3: I didn't start until I was 30, 33 years old. Oh, wow. So that's what, awesome. What
2: happened to the husband? Why you, would why'd you divorce him?
3: Uh, he had some horrible habits. He drank too much. He <coughs> gambled too much. He didn't oh, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. But you know what's fabulous? He and I are great friends right now.
2: He's coming. Well, you to- have you have children though, right? You have children together. We
3: do, but when we were divorcing, we weren't great friends.
2: Uh, okay. You know, there were hard no, no one is, but you yeah. don't want a, a gambling drunk. No, we don't want. So he
3: that. he will be at my home at my house t- tonight celebrating our daughter's birthday together. And we right. went out a, a couple months ago to celebrate what would have been our 30th wedding anniversary.
1: Oh my god, that's cool. That's yeah. terrific. So- uh, I,
2: I believe in parents being friends. In my case, uh, my wife left to go find a career, and she forgot to see her kids for 35 years, and, and then she died. So, uh. my, so my children, you know, their mother was just That's selfish. But she was a model, very selfish, very self-contained. She never wanted kids. I did. She was Dutch. I'm Italian. Bad mix.
3: They're not very loving, are they?
2: No. And I should have married somebody like you, a beautiful Italian like you. I never would have let her go.
3: You would but, have loved me and I would have
2: loved you back. Oh, if I was straight, you I was cute when I was younger. You couldn't, you're cute now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm an old troll. When no, I, was young, I was young, I looked just like Tony Curtis. When I was young,
3: you did. Yeah. I you showed me pictures. We sat and looked at your yeah, body, you remember? people.
2: People always said Tony Curtis. I so, was really cute. So,
1: have your children followed in your footsteps? Are they like uh big into fitness or movies? Like are they in entertainment?
3: Uh, the two the twins at one at one point they were fitness trainers. They were trained in in um, personal training, nutrition, and uh, sports therapy. And then they decided to go off to do other careers. And so they are no longer in the fitness industry. Okay. My little one, she is not certified in those things, but she has her own meal prep company. And she has, has taken that on really, really well. And she looks great. She's fit. She works out in the gym. She's my manager at my gym. So she is uh, she's fabulous. Somebody just asked me to talk about Macromade Meals. Macromade Meals is my daughter's company. And she's the, the little one. She started the company uh, from my clients. My clients were asking me, hey, can you cook my foods for me? And I said, I certainly do not have time for that. And my daughter said, I do. And I'm going to make a business out of it. And so she did. She contacted my clients and said, "This is what I'm going to start doing. Are you interested?" And they all jumped on the on the on the wagon. It was so great. That's awesome. Was just built from there. She delivers all over the Chicagoland area. We we ship to a couple different states. She's really doing great. I'm so proud of her.
2: Good for her. Yeah. So she oh. has
3: followed in my footsteps. The other two, they did temporarily, and now they went off to do different careers.
2: Do you see yourself living in Chicago forever?
3: There it is, macmaid means. Uh n- you know, I will keep my house wherever my kids are. So if my kids are in Chicago, yes, I will have a house here. But that's, that's Italian. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm definitely not opposed to moving south. I'd love to go to Florida. I'd go to Texas. I don't think I'd go to California, but uh because I've I have found very comfortable spots in both Florida and Texas that I love. So I would probably do that. But it would it have to be temporary because I couldn't be away from my babies that long.
2: My my daughters both live in Palm Springs. They live they together. Do. They have a house. Wow. And uh, they're close to me always. They've they've never left my sight. They're grateful because I was the first Mister Mom. I raised my daughters alone, a gay man, and nobody was doing that. And I remember some wicked people said, "Oh, they're going to be drug addicts and whores because how can a man raise kids? They'll be wild." And they're the farthest from it. Farthest. My daughter Deirdre is a brilliant actress and a wonderful. Uh, whatever she does with lawyers, and the other one is an antique connoisseur and runs the leading uh, antique store in Palm Springs. Great. So you know, it's what you put in, you get back. And I yeah. could tell, I could tell that your kids are very dedicated. To
3: they you. are so dedicated, and you know, they grew up in a very strict home. I was strict with them because because me I was too, at, me
2: too, me too,
3: because I was that mom who showed up for parent teacher conferences. I roll up in my Corvette and get out in my six inch heels. I knew my kids were going to have a reputation right off the bat, whether they did anything right or wrong, it was, they were going to have a reputation. So they were gymnasts, but I wouldn't let them be cheerleaders. I wouldn't let them be on palms they they had to get a's or a's and b's or they got their phones taken away i mean it, we i have very strict home and why not the cheerleader because they come with reputations i'm not saying all right all cheerleaders are course. but, <laughs> but <laughs> they a reputation and when their mom comes out of their you know comes a parent looking like that it wasn't like i tried but i have big boobs i wear high heels and that's just what i do so you automatically think that i'm a whore even though I never was. No, I wouldn't think. Melissa, um, well,
2: are you the one with the shoe collection? Yeah, we're going to go see yeah. your shoe collection. Yeah. yeah. Let's, you know, let's see shoes.
1: So, so, you guys, she says on her website how much she loves heels. I think they have to be six inches, I think it said. Usually mm.
3: six inches, but, you know, I've gone shorter.
1: Uh, so, she, she, we're going to switch her over to her phone so she okay. can walk Linda, into her. You weren't,
2: you weren't very tall, Linda, from what I remember.
3: I'm only 5'4". Yeah. 5'3 and 3 quarters, really. Yeah,
2: but she's like 5'10". So the si- no, but the six-inch heel is good
3: yeah yeah
1: yeah. okay so she's got to get rid of that one so she can go into the other one i'm gonna switch, switch. okay switch, ahead, honey.
3: okay
2: she is so nice i love her okay here we go
3: hi guys can you hear me okay
2: yes yeah, look how okay, pretty her hair down.
3: we are walking through my house now we're going down the stairs we were just in my bedroom yeah. and now we're going to go into my shoe room
1: you don't even keep your shoes in your bedroom you have
2: a room just for shoes
3: yes and you'll see why
2: Holy oh my shit. god! Why, why don't you buy a few <laughs> pairs of shoes,
1: Linda? Isn't that oh crazy? Oh my god! Look at how awesome! I know. I want a room like that for my clothes too. I know. And that's I mean, just shoes, though. You don't have clothes is, in there. We have some. We have some purses.
3: But oh my god! Look at all the shoes. I know. So, what's your favorite pair of shoes?
1: Do you have a favorite?
3: You know, it's so hard to say. People ask me that all the time, and it depends. I mean, am I am my dressing? Am I dressing up? Am I just wearing jeans? Am I, you know what I mean? Is it date night? Is it okay? So date it,
1: night, and you and you love the guy, and maybe you're even considering sleeping with him. What shoes are you wearing?
3: I gotta go to. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> <gotta> go
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> these.
2: Oh my God, those are fabulous. Are they? Yeah. And
3: I have these in black, and I have them in red.
2: <laughs> now, are those shoes the one guy with the red bottoms? uh yeah, louboutins uh,
3: these are the red bottoms i have a few pair of those
1: there we With go those are putain,
2: putain, these putain. are also <laughs>
3: sharp what did oh you say
1: oh I those are his, uh, his name
2: is putain or putana <laughs> Louboutin.
3: <laughs> Louboutin. <laughs>
2: Louboutin. <laughs> Louboutin.
3: yeah and these are all oh look at
1: the pair. other side too wait turn around oh. go show us the other side yeah i see yellow i see here's, yellow yeah
3: i mean yellow shoes i have four pair of yellow shoes
1: these oh my Look Pull at those out. I like
2: those. Aren't those sharp? Those are yeah. sexy. Those are sexy.
3: So sexy. Very and if sexy. you have Happy the right
2: sexy.
3: cute dress, I mean, you know,
1: these are cute. Oh my god, they're all so high. And no, you know, your feet no. don't get tired. I no, guess you have strong legs. No. Can I need... show
3: you some of my new favorites? So now I'm yeah. casual. I'm just gonna throw on some pair of jeans. Look at how cool these Louis Louis are.
1: Oh yeah, those are nice. Right. No, I don't like No, those. I like those, no, I yeah. Too, too, <laughs> those dykey,
2: too dykey for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Let's see. And then I have the the tall boots. Here's Brian Sebastian's. they had a Brian Sebastian. Oh, hey,
2: Brian, what's up? Oh, he's <laughs> all over.
1: Just he like is all Brian. over. What are you he like? That's over. creepy that you're in her closet, Brian. I know, <laughs> oh, right? I
2: really... <laughs> These are <clears throat> nice.
3: The
1: rhinestones.
3: Oh, those are those fabulous. Are, those
1: are sexy. Those are yeah. Funny.
3: And I, feminine. I have I so like
1: feminine. What do you so have pink? Like. Show me a, a pink
2: pair. Do you have something? Brian has the pink. Ones oh, look, it,
1: there we go. Oh, I always love
2: pink. That's Those are beautiful. beautiful right? so. now, I know. Linda, just... what do these shoes cost from the hundreds, right?
3: You know, each pair is different. I, you know, I. it depends on where they're from. Um, heels.com is where I would get a lot of my shoes because they have so many unique Pair and and I the comp the brand that I love the best is called is by Privilege and that's just the ones that fit me best so they will run anywhere from you know 70 to 150 to 300 to you know 500.
1: What's the most expensive pair of shoes? I love that one. Yeah, isn't that
3: pretty? Um, I have two pair of boots that are um $2,500 and $2,700.
2: Crazy, I love it.
3: Hold on. I, I'm having a shoe catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: 2500 bucks for a pair of boots. Oh, my God. Look at that.
3: Aren't those nice, the leather? Those are
1: fabulous. With the leather. bows on the back? Oh, my that's God. soft that's... leather, but $2,500? Yeah, oh, it's
3: so soft. So these, I think, were 2500 and then I have a pair in black that actually go, like, up to my thigh thigh. Right. And uh-huh. those were 20. Seven hundred, maybe or twenty-five. I can't remember, but they're back here.
1: Well, so, how did... many pairs do you have? Do you think? How many pairs do you think you have? How many got pairs? hundred pair for sure. It's got to be.
3: It it has to be a couple hundred. These have the right. Couple
1: hundred. Oh yeah, there you go. Louboutin. Yeah,
3: but those are spectacular. You know what's funny? This is frustrating to me. The more expensive the shoe, the more uncomfortable they are. Oh, I, I, I believe agree. that. I
2: believe that. I Agree. That. Totally agree.
3: That's not fair.
2: No, I used to buy it. A Valentino shoes because they were the most comfortable with the soft suede. Yeah. And then when he stopped making shoes, I could never find a shoe that fit again. Well, then I went to this like cheap and buy whatever kind of shoe store. It was like twelve dollars for a pair of (laughs) shoes. They were fake. They're made out of rubber or something. Yeah. Vinyl. The most comfortable shoes I ever wore.
3: Isn't that something?
2: It is. I have common. I have peasant feet.
3: You know it's funny purses are the same. I'm I'm going to show you a purse that I have that I bought and I'm not even exaggerating for $20 at a flea market back in 1988. That's I'm not like exaggerating. Your favorite one. Okay? This is the purse, right? Oh,
1: that's so cute.
3: Isn't it cute? Yeah. Yeah. $20 I paid for this purse. I have purses in this room that were thousands of dollars. $3,000, 2500 Nobody ever gives me a compliment on them. But that purse, yeah. everywhere I go, people are, like, That's the me. same
1: way with us with watches. We have, like, really nice, expensive watches. And then we have these plastic watches that cost $49. And they're called 49 watches. Everybody loves Everybody, them. like, compliments us on all the 40. We have, like, 10 of them because right. we have every but, color. But I,
2: I really sometimes give lectures to my daughters. They spend money on bags that you can't imagine. I mean. She can because she's got them, too. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Yep. But, thirty five hundred dollars for a little evening bag. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, where's the man to go with the bag? Good point.
3: I will be honest with you, I have not purchased my own bag ever at that much money. I they've always been gifts
1: for me. There you go. So you're
2: lucky. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Take that. I like that.
1: Yeah. But yeah, the- I've been
2: fortunate. I was at a party at su wong's house where mr chow mr chu the real estate guy the beverly hills real estate guy mm-hmm. had on beautiful shoes and i said i love your shoes they're dolce and gabbana he said yes i said what well, they were on your two thousand he said more i said three thousand he said more thirty five hundred dollars for a pair of men's Dolce loafers. And Gabbana wow. loafers and i just thought to myself what would I do if I had that kind of money? Oh, there you go, Dolce Gabbana. Yeah, I love Dolce Gabbana. Me too.
1: I love these boots. My favorite
2: designer.
3: Yeah, I love. And these were about eighteen hundred. We you know with taxes and all, it's you know two thousand. But it's funny because the bottom that these are the kinds you wear in in the snow. Right. So here I am, two thousand dollar boots I wear. Oh, I need a pair to wear in the snow. Let me grab. <laughs> the
2: no, 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 no. Now, what ha- what happens ten years from now when these are all out of vogue, out of style? What are you going to do? She well, a lot them, of, of them, them so are long.
3: because they're some of them are already ten years old. But people
2: collectible. collectibles now.
3: Yeah, and if I hold on to them for another five years, they'll be back in style. That's how I look at it. <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like love it. No, I think I, it's I agree with that. Everything yeah.
2: old is new again. There's no question about it. Yes. Everybody loves the boots too. Everybody in the chat room loves the boots. Oh, now how are you in the dress department? You go for big bucks for a dress?
3: Um, not necessarily. I have a few a uh, few dresses that are expensive, but <clears throat> I don't. I go with what's cute and what fits great. And I find a lot of bandage dresses from BB that I love. Yeah. And you'll find them for under, you know, two hundred dollars.
2: Because you know if you wore a ten dollar black dress with dolce shoes and a dolce bag, the ten dollar dress looks like a five hundred dollar dress. It
3: does. It absolutely does. It's your
2: accessories that make you what you are. Yeah. Actually yeah. your fan Nicholas wants to know what pair of shoes do you wear the most?
3: Um, well, these in the winter because okay. you know they you know if I'm if I'm wearing jeans. Um And I you, happen to wear. Do you ever things. wear
1: flats? Do you ever wear like flats ever? Do no, you even own a pair of flats. No, <laughs> no.
3: I wear either gym shoes or heels. It's one okay.
1: Or the other. Um, I would. Five a foot a woman it, does it. Oh, those women. I like. I yeah, like. Yeah, these that. go
3: with everything. So I wear those a lot, and um, that's probably it. If 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 you're gonna, if that's the question, which ones do I wear the most? Probably those. Because they go with everything. They're black.
2: So you never wear rubber $2 thongs?
3: Um, No, I hate the way they feel between my toes.
2: Yeah, I do I like have, that either. I, don't.
3: I have them, but they have a little bit of a wedge.
1: Okay, that's right. better.
3: So I will wear those, like, poolside, but I hate them. So I'm more likely to wear heels even at the pool.
2: There you go. Do you like closed shoes or open-toed shoes? Both. She's got Both. Both. Yeah, we
1: can see both. Do so you like swing backs?
3: Um yes, but I do better if they um I do better if they actually cup my heel. You know what I mean? You and I pump, do you like, like
2: a pump. You like a pump.
3: Yeah. And I do like I do like the strap around the ankle. I right. feel like that just makes me feel a little bit more secure.
1: They right. wanna know how do you wear those heels though in the ice? Usually
3: when I if I go out, um the ground is already um, dry. You know what I mean? Like oh, yes. The plows have come through. The salt is, has been laid. But one if you hit one granule of salt the wrong way, you're going down. So I have to always be with a gentleman who makes sure that he holds me.
2: Okay, good. And you have sitting shoes as well as walking shoes.
3: Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you the difference. All those ones with the red bottoms and the ones that are expensive, those are, those are like car to shoes. table and back and that's it and sometimes i'll have to take them off while i'm at the table they're so bad right
2: because my daughters have I, some shoes look like suicide pumps and i say what are you crazy with those uh-huh. things they uh-huh. said daddy this is for dinner i don't walk in these. yeah
3: yeah you don't need i these are cute too look at these
2: oh, i love it yeah. yeah some collection my i know God. i
3: love these now, do, have you a, do you have furnace. a special
2: air conditioning in that room so that the leather doesn't dry out like a humidifier?
3: No, but I should. I have a humidifier on my with my furnace. Will that work or no?
2: I don't know, but you should have a special humid. Mm. Otherwise, leather tends to dry out and crack. I have a pair of shoes, penny loafers, that probably are 40 years old, maybe 50 years old. I'm not wow. lying. I, I can't wear them. They fell apart. I put my they foot the back broke right off. That's also if you don't wear them. From uh, I worked with for a shoe
1: company for many years, and like if you don't wear sh- good shoes, and these are good shoes, but if you don't wear them, especially men's shoes, a lot of times the soles come unglued, and yeah, you know, the soles cute. came you off. You have business. to actually
2: wear them all the mm-hmm. yeah, time. These were wonderful penny loafers. They, they were the original penny loafers, and I had dimes in them. Do you know?
3: I used to have a pair of penny loafers, and I loved them.
2: Loved them, comfortable.
3: Yes, they're so cute.
2: I Back like, love Back in the it. day. I don't think a they, lot of our people watching know what a, a penny loafer is. It's a loafer shoe where on the top you could put a penny. They still send them
1: though. They still sell penny loafers.
2: You know everywhere. what? i
3: bet if they Google them, they can find. Bass
1: the Do they still I sell I used to wear Bass Yeah, I used to wear Bass ones. Yeah, Bass. Time. Yeah, it's like fun. They want to know what shoes you're wearing right now. What do you got on? Can you? Oh, I have socks on because I'm in my
3: house. I'm Italian, I don't wear shoes in the house. Are you kidding me?
1: That's that's the that's when your that's when your feet actually get a rest from walking in those high heels all day.
3: No, Italians walk in the house and immediately take their shoes off at the door, or your mother will beat you. There's no wearing shoes in the house.
2: That's (laughs) smart. Yeah. if If you were to cook a meal for a loved a boyfriend, let's say tonight, what would you make?
3: Are we eating healthy or are we just letting it all hang out?
2: That's a question that you, you will answer, not me.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm cooking for a date and we are not eating healthy. And my specialty probably is going to be uh, spaghetti and meatballs. I'm going to make the, the I gravy. I call it gravy. I'm going to make the gravy from scratch. It's going to take about three hours to, to cook. And I'm going to make the meatballs from scratch as well. They get fried. Yep. And uh, then they get put into the uh, gravy once the gravy is all done. And then right. we're going to put that over angel hair pasta.
2: Angel hair. Mm-hmm. Excellent.
1: Yeah. And if you were going to eat healthy, what would you eat? That was healthy. <laughs> no, no, pasta's not healthy for her. So. Italian, it's healthy. Listen, yeah.
2: listen, a friend of mine in Brooklyn, clean, immaculate, really a clean Italian woman, no dirty house. She has welts all over her body she went to so many doctors they said it could be lupus it could be this mm. it could be that she was frantic one doctor said to her, you can never eat tomatoes because maybe that's what you're... she said i'll die first i'm italian yeah yeah i can't go two days without red sauce yeah anyway they found out that when they traveled they got bed bugs in their luggage she came home and put the luggage next to the sofa the bedbugs made a life inside the welting of the sofa. Wow. And at night when she'd let, sit there watching TV, the bedbugs were on her. Isn't that awful? Well, when she heard she couldn't eat tomatoes, she said to me, Ron, I'm going to kill myself. I said, I agree. I almost gave her name away. But I agree with you, sweetheart, because Jimmy doesn't understand it. If I don't have my red sauce once a week, oh, I'm not happy. How about yeah. you?
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm the same way. Um, and I'll put red sauce over meatballs uh, um, alone with no pasta. That's how I. That's my healthy.
1: That's food. the way I would like to eat it because I don't like the pasta part that much. I just like the meatballs. Oh,
3: yeah, no. The <laughs> I, I would
1: do that in a heartbeat.
3: Yeah. So you mentioned uh, you asked what a healthy meal would be. I would probably make halibut, baked halibut with uh, sautéed spinach. That would be, and, and maybe sweet potatoes.
2: That's just funny. Um, Yeah, we eat sweet potatoes. Now, I love my fryer, the wind thing that blows the wind. Air fryer. Air Air fryer. fryer. We put the sweet potatoes in the air fryer. Oh, my God. They're so crisp and delicious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those are great. I have one, too.
2: I like the air fryer.
1: It. It. yeah so let's tell everybody so first of all you guys you can find linda on instagram she's at linda Steele Fitbod. l-i-n-d-a-s-t-e-e-l-e fit fitbod, f-i-t-b-o-d and then her website is linda Steele hot bod um, And she has a new book, which we only have a minute because I think our guest is going to come any second. Mm. But tell us real quick. You have a new book. It's launching on Mother's Day. Tell us a little bit about it real quick.
3: It's called Nerves of Steel. And I, I wrote it because I was trying to get reach out to more people than just just who I could uh, give incentive to uh, in the health and fitness industry. It, it it basically just talks about how I have had to overcome obstacles and still become successful, how I had to work through toxic relationships and and some – you know, outside influences that were that made my life hell, and still, you know, keep my head above water every day, and still be a mom, and still be a business owner, and still be successful.
2: And give me the name of that book again. It's called Nerves of Steel. Nerves of Steel. Go out and buy it. What does it sell for, hot? What's a heart? No, it's gonna be
3: uh fourteen ninety nine and it's oh that's be- cheap
2: as shit. Come on, that's good. Everybody, <laughs> go buy this book and learn. It's something. It's not out yet.
1: Launching so- on Mother's Day. I don't care Mother- when is Mother's Day.
2: When's Mother's Day? May
1: May tenth, and is it steel like S T E E L E? Yes, sir.
2: I love it. Yeah, I think that's really cool it's in yep. itself. Listen, if ever you're in Palm Springs, you have to come over and we'll cook together.
3: I would love to. Maybe I'll come to Palm Springs just so we can cook together.
2: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah? I like that. No, I cook Northern Italian because we're Northern and we use a lot of pesto and stuff like that.
3: Oh, I love pesto.
2: Yeah. I make my own, you know, from the garden. I grind it. I put my own wow. olive oil, my own pinoli nuts. Oh, yeah. I won't buy that shit in a jar.
3: <laughs> good for you.
2: All full of <laughs> preservatives and poison. When you eat pesto ground and fresh, it's so different. Oh,
3: my gosh. But seriously,
2: Linda, I really like you. I did when I met you, and I, I wish you could be my friend, a good friend, and I could see you more. But anything that happens in L.A., you're certainly going to be invited to all the major events.
3: Thank you so much. I so appreciate that. It's been so oh. great talking to you guys. Thanks so much for having me on your you show. You too, honey.
2: You are warm. Well, guest isn't here yet either. I thought no, she Oh, here she is. She's here. You're good. War- okay. You're warm. You're friendly. You're sweet. You're honest. You're kind. You're our kind of people.
1: Bye, Linda. Thank thank you you so much. Tell
2: Brian we said bye, too. Okay, I'll tell
3: him. Bye, you and me. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Ciao,
2: ciao, Bella. Ciao. Isn't she fabulous? I love her. I loved her when I met her. She just took my heart away. She's a sweet girl and honest. I mean, we really spoke in person. You know, she wasn't on the air trying to sell anything when I spoke with her. And I was so impressed with all the – I can't even remember half of the stuff she told me about health and, and fitness I love and it's it. really not that difficult to be fit and healthy So we're gonna it really bring our, we're gonna bring on our next
1: guest right, Astro look at Astro he's healthy and fit that's right we're gonna bring on our next guest Olivia's coming on
2: Hi guys
1: oh, Hey how are you? another beauty good, how are you? another beauty Good good oh. uh, let me know is it Diabo? It's Dabo Dabo and,
0: and Ron will appreciate this it's like Garbo without the R.
1: There we go. Oh, I like that.
2: <laughs> Dabo. Okay. Now I'm going to do a... So it's not Diavolo, the devil? No.
0: No. I, I mean, you know, everyone's got a little bit of a devil inside them. I think
1: that's not such a bad thing, you know, <laughs> just,
0: just, you know, get the little horns out from time to
1: time. So hold on, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Olivia Dabo. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello,
0: hello. I can't tell you how excited I am because I think you two are two of the most entertaining, hilarious hosts. You know.
2: Oh, uh, that's I so much. The
0: pleasure of, of
1: I, I like totally like love you. I everybody's super excited. I got a lot of play when I put your picture out that you were coming on the show. People in the chat room uh, talking about how gorgeous you are and Aww. and everything is terrific. So, so tell us. So, you're in L.A., right? You live in L.A. now?
0: I do, yes. I'm sort of back and forth, but primarily here. I, I own a home here, so. Um, uh, back you know, and forth, where? here. And, back- uh, well, I mean, I went to school in various different places, but I ended up going to a uh, performing arts magnet school in Pacoima Junior High, if you can believe that, um, and yeah.
2: You okay, know, so right you right go right back and you in go the Northern
0: Valley. So you go back sort of and the forth. The equivalent of the school in New York, the Fame School in New yes. York.
2: Yes, I'm gonna get this question out if it kills me. You, you go back and forth from L. A. to where? To
0: London.
2: Oh, okay, that's a yes. nice. I, I love the a, that's accent. A, that's this, a nice back and The forth. accent is so awesome. It's like so
1: beautiful <laughs> and sexy. I gotta like well, so you you're gotta you're gotta love you. know you're a
2: kid star, kid movie
1: star, right? Kid TV star. TV Aww. star.
0: Yeah, I think I sort of just, I just, I just made it over the cap of being a child star, thank God.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I don't think you're a snob at all. No, she said, I she just said made it from being, from being a child star. Oh, I Three thought you said snob.
0: A lot of energy, like those cookies that you were eating on one of the shows I saw you on, Ron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, Jay, You were just I,
0: like, you were I, just like... Yeah, well, that's fine, but I'm just
2: addicted to these things, and I just don't want them to end. And where yeah. to them? Oh, know? those are those Welch's things that he loves. Oh, I love them. Today I'm <laughs> under the weather because you know Jimmy sneezed and his snots flew all over me in bed, so he gave me the flu. So don't be nice oh. to Jimmy. Don't be nice to him. Okay. No. Okay. So so. first of all, you guys, let me do a little bragging. So anybody
1: who doesn't know who you are will know a little bit, you guys. So not only is, is has Olivia been on like every TV show that you've ever seen ever uh, in life – she's been in a ton of great movies she's also in a, a zillion awesome video games she's in all the superhero shit which is what i really like a lot and she's in all the animated series you guys um and then she's also been interviewed not only on the jimmy star show with ron russell but she's been on the tonight show with johnny carson late night with conan o'brien wait,
2: wait, 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 hang on the tonight stop. show with stop. jay leno stop. good morning stop. america stop, stop. How could she possibly be on the Johnny Carson show? In the 80s show? when he was she on. She wasn't born yet. Yeah, he was. <laughs> How could you be on Johnny Carson? What were you, two years old? Um,
0: he held my hand. I was, I was, I was young, yes. But I, I, I took my, you know, he was so sweet. He's so old school showbiz. And I love that about him. And I was very nervous, Ron, um, as I'm sure you can imagine, because he's a bit of a legend. Sure. And, 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 and to calm my nerves, he just held my hand through the entire interview. Um, and we just had a blast. It was like the audience disappeared, and it was just me and Johnny hanging out, talking about you know doing characters and talking about uh, you know how I'd grown up with his show, and I just was so nervous because he was kind of an idol of mine, and you know we had an amazing time. That was that was incredible. <laughs> not,
2: not, not for anything, but you look extremely young well thank you and you cannot be extremely young if you've been on the johnny carson show so you are fooling people
0: i'm fooling people
2: you look about 22 or 23 years old
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I must tell you i'll take the compliment because uh, some people are better at taking compliments than others but I've no
2: you really look young i'm not blowing smoke up your ass i don't do No, i shit. know i out of you, all you people... really i mean that's why you, when jimmy said don't... johnny carson show i thought hey i'm from the days of J- johnny carson and i'm 100 but not you you look good what do you do to stay so fit and beautiful
0: well um i i, I meditate i do yoga um i tr- i try and really work on my internal happiness and i find that that really helps the outer whole thing it's sort of, if you can get that right if you can get uh, you know i do things i mountain climb i go to the desert I spent a lot of time in the
1: lithium there, you know.
2: <laughs> just... She said she spends a lot of time in the lithium. She comes to the desert, she said. When you come to the desert, let let us us know, because that's where we are. <laughs> we live in Palm Springs. We are the desert. You are the desert.
0: I know you You'll are. come
2: over. I'll cook something. We'll all have a lot of fun. Okay.
0: okay. So I forgot. I forgot. You're very
2: beautiful.
0: You. Thank you, Ron. That's
2: what's, a... what's, what's your nationality?
0: Um, I'm English. Um, I'm second-generation Finnish from Arbo. In fact, my last name, Darbo, means of Arbo, which is why there's an apostrophe there, because it's a small d, an apostrophe, capital A-B-O. And my heritage is uh, pirate float folklore, actually. Um, yeah, so I'm a pirate. and there's um, If you go back even further to 785, I have Iraqi in my blood as well.
2: Very beautiful. Most ch- ch- I know a lot of children that were actors, and they grew up to be a mess, and uh, they couldn't deal with it because as kids they were revered as beautiful and fabulous, and then they got old, and everybody said that old douchebag who wants it—it's horrible. Uh, uh, did, how did you transfer from child to adult? Uh, uh, that's a good question. You know,
0: um when I started the Wonder Years, well. My first film I was 14 so I was just on the brink of sort of beco- you know becoming a te- I was becoming a teenager and a young woman and, and and so I I think it had a lot to do with my parents. We my father was in a group called Mantrad Man in the 60s. And oh my God, blinded
1: by the light uh, Oh my god, it's like my favorite song. <laughs> I want your father on the show. <laughs> Wait, what happened? What, what did I miss? What did I miss? Your screen. Her father was in a band called Manfred Mann, who sings "Blinded by the Light," which is one of the greatest rock songs ever fucking done, ever in world in the world.
0: Yes, and he also wrote a song that you guys would both know, um, called uh, "Build Me Up Buttercup," which is oh
1: famous. Build uh, me up Buttercup, baby. Oh, buttercup, yeah, buttercup, Buttercup.
2: <laughs> I know that
1: song, sure. A wrote yeah. a song for Rod Stewart called.
2: And Trap. that was your father who did that. Pardon? That was your father, right?
0: That was my dad, but he was the lead singer of this group, Man- Manfred Mann. They also sung uh, Do- uh, Do Diddy and Mighty Quinn. Um, you know they had oh a lot God, of. God,
1: I love them.
0: So I I think I was raised in this family where it wasn't an odd thing that Elton John would come round to the house and ride right. with my dad in the basement Cat Stevens you know he and my dad had the same manager at the time a man called Barry Cross uh Dusty Springfield I was obsessed with as a child she came round with all these bangles and earrings and I was just like Dusty, you're so beautiful. Can I, can I look at your, 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 your bangles and your earrings? And she was like, "Of course, love. Of course, have a, have a go here. Put some on." And so with the, there was a real renaissance of creative artist, artistry constantly going on in my house in London. And I grew up. The thing that made me want to act was my father was doing a musical called, called Gulliver's Travels because he was a mm-hmm. musician. He had the capability. I
2: remember that
0: of taking a play like that and adapting it and and writing all the music so when i was born when my brother was born and then when i was seven years old those were the three times that he did that show and i saw him walk up as gulliver as we call it breaking the fourth wall through the exit signs and he walked up to go on stage and as me as a kid i was my birthday was there were some mates of mine my grandmother and I just thought, well, I'm just going to go on stage with my dad, you know. So I sort of walked up mm-hmm. on the stairs and he said, you know, no, no, Olivia, you've got, you've got to go and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> now is not really an appropriate time. I said, but daddy, I want to be on stage with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got this real sensibility of maybe it was because I idolized, you know, we idolize our parents until they get taken down off the pillar. for for whatever that that usually eventually happens. But um, I I just saw him up there and he was like this God on stage. And I felt this real spiritual connection between how he was impacting the audience. And um, it just kind of gave me the bug. And then he brought me up afterwards and I got to be on stage and look out at all the people. But it was that experience that I felt while watching my dad up on the, you know, cream. I like
2: love it. That made you want to do it. Okay, let's get to the real good stuff that everybody wants to hear. Okay. Boy, Boyfriend, girlfriend, married, divorced, children. Um, I have a child, yes. My son is 26. His name what? Is- oh my god. I, you have you're, a freaking me you're freaking me out.
1: <laughs> you must have had him when no, you she, were like five. She,
2: she, she, this is one <laughs> old, fashion she fashion. is one old bitch. Trust me. <laughs> This is an old bitch we have on our show. How could you have a twenty-one-year-old son and look twenty-one? No, twenty-six-year-old. Twenty-six, son. and you, your son looks older than you. Um, we, we
0: look, we look like we actually. I could be his much older sister, but,
2: but. <laughs> no, if you out, if you go out together, I bet people think you're an item. You and your son, a boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: They have at times, but. Uh... But, you know, he he does have a girlfriend now, and, and she's – I just love her, and I love going out with her.
2: You are really incredible looking. I've got to tell you this.
0: Thank I you. I mean, you're not only
2: beautiful, but you really have the fountain of youth coming out of you. You're lucky. So, you know,
0: mom was a top model. Uh, she taught me a lot about, you know, inner happiness. She was um, – and also, you know, how to take care of oneself and and all of that. Um, but I always had to sort of remind her, Mom, you're the model, I'm the actor. I don't have to be, right. you know, like so, this big. I can, you know. So, I've wait, a- I didn't finish so, my question.
2: Um, so do you, do you oh, have a boyfriend does. right now?
0: Um, Yes, I am. I, do, I am seeing someone at the moment.
2: Good for you. Wait, tell me about him. Is he nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she better say yes. they got to be nice. they got, nice. got to be
0: funny. they got to have a good... Is he rich? Life. Is he rich? Um, You know, he's not poor.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when you look, when you look like you, you don't go out with poor. Are
0: you giving me advice, Ron?
2: Yes, uh, you know, men want the other Cadillac, as we say. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. Nice.
2: So, a man with a lot of money will marry a woman that's like his other Cadillac, and that's the honor. A beautiful women marry wealthy men. They have the option, or the opportunity, and I advise that to all women. If you're beautiful. His, he has money, you have beauty. It's a fair trade.
1: And she's got success because she's extremely successful, successful. So
2: you're a double threat.
0: Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, so,
2: I would, so you I, think I, you're going to marry this guy or what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, possibly. Um, who knows? I, 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 um, I'm actually... I, I've been married uh, for 10 years and I, I'm not any longer married. So I'm sort of giving myself a breathing... Mm-hmm. Face and I, I, I'm really appreciating the fact that I've got my autonomy back. If that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Is he is he cute? Is he cute? Of
2: course he's cute. mean, look at her. Of course he's. Well, you be know, cute. sometimes. No, I've seen beautiful women with ugly, disgusting I, men. Haven't I, you? <laughs> she said yes. She has too. I no, I mean, I walk them. in the mall and I see these women. They're five hundred pounds not attractive and with them is this gorgeous guy built like a brick shit house handsome and i think how did they get each other they find each other
0: i mean there must be something you know i don't know if you like the uh, sometimes people just fall in love with someone's soul and i think that that's a beautiful thing you know or maybe they make them laugh every day 24 hours that's a day. that's true love that is true love i believe <laughs> and i believe you can get close to all those things i just think you have to get past the point where you're initially when you in your youth you sort of are looking for people whose teeth match your wounds and then you have to go through that whole kind of process where you're you're acting out maybe childhood things that were painful or or you know you just uh, you have a, a different sort of um way of protecting yourself as a, as a child and so you pick people who are uh, and then you get well, safe and things become outmoded and you grow up and you pick somebody who's maybe completely different to who you originally thought that you were compatible what,
2: with. What color, what color are your eyes?
0: The hazel.
2: I thought so.
1: So what? hang on. I want to do some bragging. I want to do some bragging so everybody you're like very knows. Be- you're
2: very beautiful.
1: So you guys, she's she's done so many fabulous things. If uh, I'm, Everybody knows who she is if you watch any of the animated stuff because she does everything. Batman, Justice League, Tarzan. Mortal Kombat, I mean, the Wild Thornberry, she's, like, been in all of them. Um, television shows, she's been on everything. And one of the ones I'm bringing up on purpose, first of all, like a lot of the people that are in the shows that you've been on, we've had on our show, which is fun. Um, but you did an episode, and I don't even know if anybody will know what this is, of Sex and Execs. And, and Stan Zimmerman, that's Stan Zimmerman's
2: show. And he's, and he's a very good friend of Ron's and oh, I. Stan and I are buddies for years. Stan and I really love each other
0: i do too he's a real mensch a oh real, stan,
2: stan is a fabulous guy yeah
0: we did and then a, mr sloan together do you know that play uh with ian buchanan
2: uh, oh
1: he's been on our show too
0: So <laughs> no, you know we all end up looking for our tribes so i'm not i'm not i'm not surprised that we know a lot of the same
1: i know oh, i like love it so you guys she was in wayne's world too greedy With uh, Kirk Douglas and Michael J. Fox, The Big Green, Kicking and Screaming, The Velocity of Gary, Soccer Dog, The Movie, Sleeping Beauty, Robo Dog. she got a new movie, Bandit, with Mel Gibson, Josh Duhamel, Duhamel, Alicia Cuthbert, Nestor Carbonell. She did a movie, which, which kind of like even uh, – we have a ton of friends in Staycation. Like we know everybody in it, and we mm-hmm. know the people who made it. And, and one thing I think is cool that you've got all these like A-list, huge budget things, and that you also you know get involved in some indie stuff, which really helps the indie films. So I think it's very cool. Uh, staycation, you guys, besides Olivia, is Lorene Landon, who I just did a movie with, uh, and Ron did. Kelly Maroney, um, Tracy Coco, who's coming on the show next week, and Eileen Dietz. Great. And um, so I have a question in general because you're not typecast. I mean, you do family movies, dog movies, action movies. You're in Star Wars. I mean, you do a little bit of everything. So like like uh, how did you navigate your career that you because everybody always gets typecast and then you see them in a million of the same movies and like none of your stuff is the same. It's all different.
0: I, I just, uh, you know, for me it's about the experience and, uh, and I don't, I, I think that's a choice to be typecast. I think I think it's about the work, you know, like I played a serial killer on Law and Order Criminal Intent with Vincent D'Onofrio. And originally it's supposed to be, you know, a, a one episode that because of our chemistry and it was a Sherlock Holmes kind of Moriarty sort of tit-a-tat um, cat and mouse game, we just had this incredible... Um, chemistry which ended up convert turning it into a um, an arc on the show where it gave Vincent the opportunity to work with somebody romantically and I thought at times you know because actually the country voted for me to live or die but she was one of these characters that people love to hate and though she was a sociopath and a serial killer she was very charming so <laughs> I, I like you <laughs> I'm a player like me because you know why Sociopaths, psychopaths get away with so much because they have an exuberance they have a charm they're enigmatic they're almost like um, super gods in a way because they're always 10 steps ahead and they 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 they, they love people and they pe- pay people compliments and they have fun and they have a sense of humor so i just try and do that in all my work i try and not get pinholed and um, you know, I I look. And you've
2: it, done it very well.
0: It hang on, hang on. Hang on. Wait, I, I have to
2: apologize Sorry. to oh. our viewing audience. I just took Dayquil, and it has codeine in it, and I don't.
0: And it just hits you.
2: I don't do well with codeine, so I'm scratching my face because I'm itching. I don't want people to think I'm nuts. <laughs> Uh, I, have a, I have a dreadful flu that I caught from snot Jimmy next to me. So hold on. So, okay, we, no everybody's
1: back. got it. So here is so we have a question in the chat room, and uh, a very good friend of mine's son is in the chat room, and he came in, uh, got off of work so he could ask a question, and I told him I would do it. So it says, what was it like to voice act for Star Wars as Luminara? Did you spend a lot of time with Dave Filoni, and what was the process? Uh, for, for the uh, rise and
0: fall of Skywalker?
1: Yes, Star Wars Episode Nine.
0: Oh right, that's Clone Wars, right?
1: No, I- the right. It's uh, st- uh, it's the Rise of Skywalker. Yes.
0: So, so for the film, um, I, I, <clears throat> I spent a time with the director, uh, kind of calling back. You know, he called back all the Jedi's. It was an amazing company, um, and he just worked with me for three hours. Um, to get me to a place and and, and improvise some of the lines as well as some of the lines that were written to just really encourage the lead character to not give up. I mean, I think the whole point was to bring the characters and merge the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars Jedi's and the the, the Jedi's that were from the actual Star Wars films um, and bring them all together in allegiance. It was an incredible experience. I mean, getting to go to Santa Monica to the actual LA based, uh, you know, Star Wars offices and studio is, is is incredibly impressive. I mean, you walk in and you see to the right, it's like being in a, in a museum. There's all the Star Wars memorabilia and, you know, you see Chewbacca kind of behind a glass, you know, a wall and, and all the costumes that Han Solo wore and, you know, Princess Leia, <clears throat> everything from Star Wars to its Genesis to now. And J.J. Abrams, then took me up into this wonderful studio, huge, massive, grey, big, black, lots of depth in the room. And I just suddenly felt like I was in the film. I, I was only doing the voice, um, but it was just so wonderful to be part of the piece on, on, on a whole like what, and feel like I could help somehow uh, inspire this young young character to, to not give up and
1: do... So let me ask you a question, because you've done you've done movies, television, video games, and and animated series. Like, do you have one that you like you know better than another? They're all kind of like very different, um, but they're all they all each have their own huge audiences.
0: Yeah, uh, I love doing them all, but my favorite thing is to be on stage and entertain, whether I'm singing or doing a a, um, a Broadway play. My I, one of my favorite things that I've done thus far was I did a uh, Broadway I, I did uh, Neil Simon's The Odd Couple with uh, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane and for me that was one of the most incredible experiences thus far because it was um, like boot camp and not every every actor is cut out for Broadway you know the
2: and I know I, the part, part you I know the part you played and
0: Pedro you had to be
2: one of the sisters the English sister And you probably killed it. You did a great job with it, I bet.
0: But you know what I did, Ron, is, um, I don't know, I'm sure you've seen the film and the TV show, that the pigeon systems originally were written much too upper, upper crust for women in the 1960s who smoke and work at a place in New York called Slenderama? So you know, I know those sort of girls,
2: you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> and they come on on over on the plane in the sixties, and they just want to have a bit of fun. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> These wench laughs and they like to have a fang. you know, and a nice chat with a bloke. And that, <laughs> that was my interpretation of Gwendo- Gwendolyn. I flew myself to New York. You know, my agent at APA said, you know. You know, we got this opportunity for you, but you gotta fly yourself there. And I was like, I'm, I'm totally, I'm down. I'm, I'll, I'll pay for my ticket. And I just really wanted to meet Neil Simon, and I'd always wanted to work with Joe Montello, who's like one of the best theater directors today. Um, I seen him do Angels as, as, in America, which was he was amazing in as an actor. Yes. And I met him. I met me, uh, Neil. I read with some other girls. We had very different accents one well, was, you know, sort of talking very like, this was for Gwendolyn, I don't know why you... And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I mean, am doing my completely different accent. And I think Neil Simon just thought it was refreshing. So what I ended up doing when I got the role, they flew me back for the callback, put me up, is uh, Joe said to me, Joe Montella, were you... Uh, take both Cicely's lines and Gwendolyn's lines and just put them into a tape recorder so that you guys can, you know, find a common ground in how you're speaking. And we got a lot of laughs, I have to say, in the show.
1: I bet. I bet. Are you
2: familiar with the role, Yes. Gwendolyn? Mm -hmm. She had the good lines. She was the snotty one.
0: (laughs) But but ultimately, she's the one who takes care of Felix, and she wants to him under well, her she weight. was
2: the one that was gave, gave him the most opposition am i correct
0: um she gave uh, uh, she was
2: hungry for a man but was snotty about it
0: a little bit more reserved yeah
1: she was quite happy to sit back with her cigarette so, so do you do you a great uh,
2: part to play so you, you said part. you
1: sang in it like do you, do you have you like released music like are you a singer that we can go and hear music that you've released anywhere
0: yeah, I've done it. Um, you can actually um, go to YouTube and watch my video, which is called Revolution. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a video that I directed a number of years ago. And my album is Not TV, and you can go to cdbaby.com and buy it. But I'm in the midst of working on another album right now, which is kind of a Prague rock album. And it's, you know, I'm doing everything from the stuff that I've written that I've been channeling, which is like 1930s. Torch songs to Gaelic, Celtic kind of English Brit rock stuff that I grew up with, you know, being that my dad was, you know, a musician. And uh, it's a of, of of it's I would say it's a modern modern Brit rock, really, with, you know, I love people, it, uh... you know. Beats behind it. It's kind of Portis Heady, kind of Massive Attack. I don't know if you know those.
1: I want to hear it. I'm. I, I got named the best music publicist in the U.S. Lots of my clients, like I have Scott Page from Pink Floyd. I have like all these famous clients, you know, that can that do a lot of things. And I totally want to hear it when it comes out. Okay, and see well, how we can help you promote it because absolutely. I'm really and good also, at that.
2: Were you a fan of the Beatles? A more
0: uh, um um later on, I was um I. I, I kind of got saturated by the Beatles and didn't quite get them till I was about 13, 14. Uh, you know, I I um, I liked the Rolling Stones more. Um, I know everybody compares the two, but as I get older, I just find that the Beatles are um, just... There's nothing like their songwriting. Paul McCartney and John Lennon did the, the, <coughs> that. The, the, the United... Allegiance that they have is 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 indescribable because they're such different people that the chemistry that comes that gets woven between them when they write a song is is
2: Price it becomes magic. Yeah, I just I have to tell you though because I'm so
1: excited because like my favorite two songs like when I was like growing up when I was younger was uh, Dreamweaver Gary Wright and uh, and Blinded by the light and uh, and Gary Wright was the first the first one of the first guests we ever had on this show ever when we first started out nobody knew who we are he was really nice he had just gotten off of uh, uh ringo Starr's all-star band tour mm-hmm. and he came on the show and i was so excited and nobody could believe you know that we could get him on the show and we were a brand new show and yeah. uh so like it super excites me and that you also do music i think that's fabulous like so so go back to movies for a minute like i like to ask this to all the actors and you will probably have an interesting answer but um Man, men and women, like, uh you have a bucket list. I mean, I, I can't read all the stuff you guys. I took notes, and, like, I I, I filled one whole page, and there's I got, like, half of her shit she's done. She's done so much stuff, it's not even funny. But what, uh if you could work with any, like, on a bucket list, male and female actor that you haven't worked with because you worked with everybody, like, who are two people that you think would be great to work with? And then the second half of the question is, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in?
0: Um... Uh, i'll start with the, 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 the first question i'd love to work with helen mirren i'd love to work with oh the,
2: yeah oh yeah me too me um, too
0: i'd love to work with um oh my gosh uh say it's, uh, it's um, unfortunately i mean i wish i'd worked with alan rickman i found him
1: oh i love alan rickman
0: i mean uh, you know I, <clears throat> I i was lucky enough I, I met alan rickman i was doing a play with um juliet stevenson who was in truly madly deeply with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there's a lot of uh, brilliant uh, stage actors too that I would just love to work with. I, I wish I'd got to work with Sir John Gilgood. I mean, um, but but, but um, Harrison Ford, I love.
1: Uh, oh, me too. You're picking good ones and you're picking ones that nobody else ever picks. Everybody, well, all the young people always say Meryl Streep and I'm like, oh,
2: come on, give me a break. I, and
0: uh, I'd take her in a bag of chips. Anyway. No,
1: Helen Mirren. Helen oh, Mirren is an awesome, I would, awesome. I one.
2: would work with her in a minute for free. I think she's a brilliant, brilliant actress, and a stunning-looking woman, and she's almost my age, and she's absolutely beautiful.
0: Oh, has got it going on big time. She's, uh, you know, stunning, stunning. My age, and I think she's a great example to women. Um, she knows who she is, and a lot of her sex appeal and her gravitas and her beauty is, you know, yes, aesthetically she's beautiful to look at, but it's how she carries herself, her posture. Yep. How she walks into a room, her inner strength. These yep. are all things that I think I encourage women to, uh, n- n- you know, take, make, pay attention to. Because beauty and grace and elegance, all of these things, they are things that maybe they're not born. Some people are born with them. But you can
2: acquire bring
0: them. Your, they're learned. They can be learned. You know. Don't typical- forget
2: Helen is old Hollywood. She's from the yes. days of Hollywood when Hollywood was Hollywood that's right so she was trained and and through all of her work she's become a flexible versatile I, I adore her i have never met her but i can't wait till i do and i interview her it's going to be a wonderful interview
0: yeah
2: have you ever met her
0: uh no i haven't uh, i've met jane fonda who i love and i know that they are both
1: uh, my, my my other one would be judy dench like i, I love oh, judy I, dench. I love judy, judy dench, dench and helen mirren I, are like my two favorites i love judy dench also
0: I don't know if you've ever seen, you must see if you haven't already, uh, the early Shakespearean work. You know, they used to travel in a troupe uh, mm-hmm. all around England um, and, and in the States as well. But, you know, I think it, it gave them that bond and it, it it's just it was it, it, it set them up for life. Because when you have and Timothy Dalton was part of the, you know, the well, tr-
2: how about Maggie Smith? Jesus, is she fabulous. I, I
0: Maggie Smith. You know, honestly, there's there's so many. I could give you a list.
2: Have of... you ever met Maggie Smith? No,
0: I've not.
2: I would uh, love to meet her. She's a fabulous actress.
0: I did get to meet Diana Rigg, who I, I rather love. Oh,
2: yes. But Diana passed away, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so go to a movie. What movie no, would you have liked right, to have been? Wait, going, wait, let finish I'm going, going the somewhere. Movie. England has put out some of the greatest actors of our time. So many. Yes. They were Shakespearean trained. And England English actors are funny comedians also, dry humor, wonderful. I, I'm a fan of English movies.
0: Me too. I would have loved to have worked with Peter Sellers. He's not with us anymore. I would have loved to right. work with Wilder. I love men, uh, men actors who, uh, you know, they're, maybe they're not considered, you know, aesthetically, conventionally leading men. Um, you know, Steve McQueen is a great example of that. I would have loved to have met with him too. But I always go back to kind of earlier actors, Montgomery Cliff. You know, people like that. I just think that they were ahead of yeah,
2: them. they were a beautiful. Uh-huh. Act. Mont- Montgomery Cliff was a beautiful man. Ron, Ron
1: had a show back back in the day called "Set the Record Straight," where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood, and Jane Russell was his best friend and oh. his first guest. And so he's he's like the Turner Classic Movie. Like he knows every, he knows all, and he's met all of them, and he knows all of them.
2: And they're all gone.
0: How about Doris Day? I mean, she just had such an incredible... I mean, Judy Garland and Doris Day from that era.
2: I've never met Judy Garland.
0: Mm. But what an actress, aside from being an incredible singer. She was so... She was
2: multi-talented. It was
0: hard to watch sometimes because of the pain and the reality of what she would draw from to get through a song. I mean, it just... She gave it everything she had, and it came from the depth.
2: Well, I interviewed I interviewed her daughter, Lorna Luft, and off-camera, Lorna and I spoke about things that we wouldn't speak about on camera. And the questions I asked Lorna, and she answered me honestly, and I said I would never disclose them, she was a victim of narcotics due to studio heads. They destroyed that girl and the woman. Hollywood killed Judy Garland. Yeah, I know. They do, which is just terrible. Wait, they go. Did. So, pick a
1: movie, though. You didn't tell me a movie. What movie would you have liked to have been in?
0: Harold and Maud
2: Oh, which one? Wow. Harold, Harold and Maud. Maud Interesting, very interesting movie. Interesting oh, part.
0: I mean, I, you know, uh, Harold and Maud being there. Um, I, I, I don't know if that would have been a part for me. But one of my favorite films over the last three years is um, Call Me by Your Name.
1: Oh, I didn't see that
0: amazing Tim- I'll have
2: to look that up now I'll have to look it oh,
0: up nice. you- So, what have you got
2: coming up you have a movie coming out soon
0: yes I have a film coming out where I play uh called Bandit I play Mel Gibson's wife and it's uh set in 1984 in uh in in Canada but we uh, we faked it and shot it in in Georgia it's a it's an espionage um fugitive film kind of like the fugitive and Josh Duhamel plays this bandit. It's a true story about a man who uh, robbed about 150 to 250 banks in the 80s, and he got away oh. with it. He's guys, every time he went and robbed a banker, and uh, the,
2: the name she, of that film is Bandit. Bandit. She has to repeat it. People forget. Bandit. bandit. The bandit. No, the bandit. No, not the bandit. Just bandit. Bandit. Okay. So
1: wait, let me ask you a question. So, like, if you were gonna, if you could pick someone. Um, and it's just for the movie, not like in real life, but like if you could pick any actor to be like, uh, like if you're going to go shoot a new movie and they said, okay, who do you want to star opposite of to be your, your love interest? Who, who is some, who are, you don't have to give me one. You can give me a few. Who are a couple of people that you think would be fun or that, that you would love to have as your like love interest in a movie? Oh my gosh.
0: Um, I've got rather a few, um,
1: <laughs> that's okay. Give us a few. Gosh. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I, I, re- I mean I really lo- I really love Russell Crowe. I think he's wonderful. Um, yes. Uh, gosh. Um, probably probably Gary Oldman. There's some. Genius, uh, but not- Gary
2: Oldman. He's like the greatest
1: actor on the planet, though. He's so awesome.
0: Yeah, he really is, and he's a lovely guy. And I, I've I've worked with him before, but I worked with him on a on a sitcom that was Jason Alexander's spinoff from Seinfeld oh wow it was so it was kind of an odd thing to be working with Gary Old, Oldman on a sitcom and um God we were there till all hours of the morning but I just loved working with him and uh I um
1: you well, know that's a good one I like Gary Oldman and that's who, a else, good who else who else we have like two minutes left so give us one more uh uh would you have liked to work with Sean Connery
0: ba- ba- Javier Badim
1: oh there we go
0: he's a bit saucy and he
1: Yes, he's he's really yeah, good though.
0: I think they're the most amazing couple, but I think think he's a very very gifted actor, and I I, I'm, I hear he's really brilliant as Desi Arnaz in in the in the. Lucy. He was
1: good. We liked it. Did we yeah. liked it. Yeah, we liked
2: it. female, so, female, <clears throat> female. No, she oh, did well, I, No, we did Helen Mirren. Who else?
0: I love to work with Kate Winslet, and yes. I. Love, um, I love um, God, I, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. The uh, Kate. The, the Australian actress uh who's just done some- oh
2: yeah 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 would you like to work with Angelina Jolie
0: yes and you know the main reason is because I think she's a phenomenal actress but I've met her she's one of the loveliest women and human beings that I've ever met you know she this was I met her maybe about eight years ago and you know she was so crazy famous it wasn't even it was hard to to put words but i saw a film that she directed which she did a brilliant job directing and you would think somebody that famous would you know have an entourage of people around them you know when you're going to the after party and working walking over there and she was cool as a cucumber she was she took Took pictures with people. She was completely confident. Almost like there's nothing that you could do to hurt this woman because she almost had this sacred, sacred aura around
1: her. I love it. So I'm sorry, because I didn't mean to interrupt, but we're gonna add a time and she's gonna yell at me in a minute. So you guys, this is Livia Dabo. You can follow her on Instagram at O-L-I-V-I-A-D-A-B-O, and her Twitter is Olivia is the same. Oh, they're the same. Is also Olivia Dabo. Yeah, there it is on there. We want to thank you so much. And when you have anything tomorrow, to we want to bring you back. You were a lovely guest. You're so talented. Thank you and so much you for coming on the, the show. Desert, give come to dinner.
2: And we'll do dinner. We'll little... I'm serious. I am I don't give fake invitations. I really mean it.
0: Okay. Well, I'll you're a sweetheart.
2: You. You're a very nice girl. I love, girl. I mean, I keep thinking she's a teenager. She's, <laughs> she's about 140 and she looks 21.
1: <laughs> That's exactly
2: I mean, so, <laughs> you
1: know, i mean so... Phenomenal. Olivia, thank you so much. You've been a t- 450
0: years old. <laughs> <laughs> you look wonderful. at night and I put it on my face. And-
1: <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Olivia. We'll see you Bye. soon. Bye. 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 Bye, honey. Thanks, Bye-bye. everybody, for tuning in. We had a great time. What great guests. Roxy, thank you. I'm sorry we went over a little bit, but everybody, we'll see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.
2: in the mix Oh.